Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a game day edition, and in some respects, a winning edition of the Hornets Hivecast, a Hornet getting a... Very significant award. Brandon Miller named Eastern Conference Rookie of the Month for the month of January. We're going to talk about that honor. Also look ahead at the month of February that tips off tonight against the Oklahoma City Thunder and even further into the future at a new wrinkle this upcoming offseason with the NBA draft. Helping me on all these topics, he is my producer on the Hornets Radio Network as well as the producer of this fine podcast, Rob Longo, here with us once again. Rob, always good to talk to you and especially when we've got something to celebrate and Brandon Miller being named Eastern Conference Rookie of the Month, uh, that definitely applies. He's the first Hornets rookie to be named Eastern Conference Rookie of the Month since LaMelo Ball won it back during his rookie campaign 2020-2021. He, of course, went on to win Rookie of the Year by many people's estimations. Latest we look at the rookie ladder, uh, most people have Brandon Miller at number three behind Chet Holmgren, who we'll see tonight for the Oklahoma City Thunder or Victor Wembenyama of the San Antonio Spurs. But I think the gap is starting to close in this honor here for Brandon Miller. Further proof of that. Second overall pick, averaged 16 points per game, over four rebounds per game, over two assists per game over the course of the month in January. And keep in mind, one of the 13 games he played was at San Antonio. He got hurt early in that game, so really didn't put up very many numbers. If you exclude that, he'd be closer to 20 points per game over the course of the month, which, of course, over the final two weeks or so 
of the month of January. Brandon Miller did average that many points per game. And he also led all rookies registering 2.2 pointers per contest for the month. For the season, Miller averaging over 15 points per game, almost four rebounds per game. And he and Victor Wembanyama are the only two rookies that rank in the top 10 among first-year players in points per game, rebounds per game, assists per game, steals per game, and blocks per game. Also, Miller has logged 12 20-point performances so far this season. That's the second most amongst rookies behind only Victor Wembanyama. And, of course, Brandon Miller is coming off another 20-point performance in his most recent run. So uh, Brandon Miller is playing outstanding basketball, the best thus far of his rookie season. We are thrilled for him, uh, and the Hornets will uh, hopefully put him on good footing to try and pick up a second straight Rookie of the Month award. And with that in mind, uh, let's start to look here at the month of February. Tips off tonight, Hornets visiting the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, It's a very busy month, to say the least, here for Charlotte. The Hornets are going to end up playing 13 games in 29 days. 29 days this year in February. It is a leap year. Um, And in the middle of it, there's an all-star break, which basically lasts a week. So it's really 13 games in 22 days. Uh, They're going to come fast and furious starting tonight at the Oklahoma City Thunder. Then on Sunday, they'll take on the Indiana Pacers back at home, followed by a Monday evening contest against LeBron James and the LA Lakers. All home games. Tickets are available at Hornets.com. A couple of questions here for you, Robin. We'll begin with this for the month of February. What game to you is the most important, could be the most impactful? Which one do you have circled on your calendar that stands out to you that uh, is maybe the one that might have the most to say about the future of the Hornets looking either short-term or long-term? This is going to be a little bit maybe off the beaten path, but I'm looking at February 23rd. It's a Friday night at Golden State. The Hornets are going to be on the second night of a back-to-back. The Warriors are, quite frankly, not a very good team right now. I mean, they're three, four, five games below 500 as of the recording of this podcast. They're kind of in that purgatory where they're trying to get into the play-in picture or they're just trying to figure out what the next steps is for an aging franchise and an aging team. It's an interesting area for Golden State to be in. The Hornets obviously need a little bit of a spark here based off what the record is. And Charlotte hasn't won out in Golden State since the 2019-2020 season. So it's been a little bit of a bugaboo. And I know that the Warriors have been very, very good for a very, very long time. So I'm not going to question, is this the downfall of the Warriors dynasty or anything like that? But obviously the trade deadline is February 8th. There's a lot that can happen between the 8th and the 23rd when this game will be played. But I think it's an interesting dynamic of a team that has a lot of young pieces, that's going to be on the second night of a back-to-back against a very veteran-laden team that's going to be fighting for their playoff lives. It's going to be a very important game for the Warriors. Some fresher legs, hopefully, after having a week off because of that All-Star break, and they'll be able to get the job done. But I think it's going to be a really intriguing matchup from that standpoint. It's an interesting choice. It's not the one that I would have thought you had picked. Um, I had two. Uh, both happened to be on the road. A lot of great home games, don't get me wrong, but, but the ones I had circled for my most intriguing were both on the road. One of them is going to be on Sunday the 25th. This was my second choice. That's at Portland. So it's the first opportunity outside of the Rising Stars competition to see Brandon Miller and Scoot Henderson on the court at the same time. And so that is is certainly going to draw a lot of eyeballs and and be uh, quite the uh, show, a very intriguing game. By the way, Hornets will host Portland on Wednesday, April 3rd, a little further on down the road here for Charlotte. But the game I have circled as the one I am most excited about, and I think will tell us the most 
most about the team is the first one out of the All-Star break. Thursday, February 22nd at Utah. Clearly a good opponent. They thumped the Hornets at Spectrum Center, but the, the reason I have it circled is where it falls on the calendar. It's directly after the All-Star break. Last season, when Charlotte played its best basketball, it was directly out of the All-Star break. They had a week to get healthy. They came back healthy, fresh. They looked it. Unfortunately, injuries weren't too far away for the Hornets and, and that you know submarine the rest of the season. But we've been asking for it basically all year. We just want a small run here, a small sample size to see what this core looks like. And I don't know that a week off of the All-Star break is necessarily going to supply it. But if I had to pinpoint any day on the calendar that it was most likely to come, it would have to be right after the All-Star break. So that's the one that I've got circled Thursday, February 22nd at Utah. All right, next question. Last one for this segment. Looking at the month of February, what home game are you most excited about? Again, a little bit off the beaten path. I'm sure a lot of people would say the Lakers on February 5th just because of the LeBron factor, but I'm going to look later in a week on Saturday, February 10th, against Memphis, second night of a back-to-back. Again, the Hornets will be in Milwaukee the night prior and then have to fly back east to take on the Grizzlies. But one, that's the only Saturday game that the Hornets play in the month of February, so it's a good opportunity to come out and spend your weekend at the Hive. And two, this Memphis team mirrors Charlotte in a lot of ways because – Again, the Grizzlies were very, very good last year, finished second in the West. I want to say they had like 51 wins or something like that. And then this year, it's just been very, very unfortunate. John Morant had the suspension. He comes back, only plays a handful of games, and then is out for the remainder of the season. They also didn't have Steven Adams for the beginning of the year either, and he was out for the year as well. So that's two very key pieces to a Grizzlies team that was very good last year. I know they retooled a little bit, and they sent Dylan Brooks to Houston in the sign-and-trade, and they were able to get some other pieces as well in a three-team deal with Boston and Washington. Washington as well, but the problem here is the injuries have become such a big issue for them. So this is two teams on a similar path this season in terms of the injuries and absences being a major factor and a reason why they are where they are in the standings. So I think it's a good litmus test, for lack of a better term, to figure out where these teams are and the potential that they have moving forward because you know who Memphis has. They have that core around John Moran and some other guys as well. The Hornets have Brandon Miller and LaMelo Ball and Mark Williams and those guys, but unfortunately a couple of them haven't been healthy. So it's an opportunity to go up against the team that has unfortunately had similar fate for you with you this season and see where they stack up against that kind of competition where they hope to be next year with a 50-win team and so on and so forth. They are the uh, two most injured teams in the NBA this season, no question about that. I'll take the low-hanging fruit. Give me LeBron James and the L.A. Lakers. They'll be here on Monday at the Hive Spectrum Center, 7 p.m. tip-off. It'll be night two of a back-to-back. Tickets are available for all future Hornets games at Hornets.com, including Sunday versus Indiana, Monday against the Lakers, Wednesday against Toronto, so on and so forth. Look, I'm a fan of the game. LeBron James is one of the greatest players in the history of the game. He's 39 years old, and so he has been able to defy father time, but you're only going to be able to do that for so long, and particularly at the all-star level that he continues to play at. There's no question he is an all-star caliber player even at the age of 39. And you look through the history of the game, there's not a lot of examples of players who last past 40. There are some recent ones. Vince Carter played up till 43 years of age. He's got the record. Uh, who has the record, sorry? Vince Carter, for most seasons played in a career. Yes, most seasons, correct. And he uh, made it past 40. Robert Parrish played uh, about 
seven months later, but that's based off when his birthday was, I guess. He played to 43, Kevin Willis to 44. There's an example way, way back in the history books in the 1940s of someone playing till almost 46, and I wouldn't put it past LeBron James to say, well, I can beat that record and go ahead and put his name at the top of that one as well. But the point of this is, there is a limited quantity of LeBron James games to be played in Charlotte over the remainder of his career. He's one of the greatest we'll ever see. I will always cherish my memories as a younger person getting to see Michael Jordan play. Uh, I really didn't have many opportunities based off how much the ticket was growing up to see him play when he was in his heyday for Chicago, but he was still very much in his heyday playing with Washington, and I, I cherish those memories and so encourage all the fans out there, take advantage while the iron is hot and LeBron and the Lakers are headed to Charlotte. That will be Monday, and again, tickets are available at Hornets.com. Hornets and Thunder tonight, a road game here to tip off the month of February. Looking further down the road, the NBA draft will be in June, and it's going to be two days now. We'll talk about that next here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melanin, Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Rob, we are just tipping off the month of February and there's still about 35 or so games left on the season. There's the possibility of anything happening any given night. I look forward to each and every one of these games. I'm not trying to wish away the rest of the season. But there was some news in the last 48 hours or so now about the NBA draft, a new wrinkle for this upcoming draft, which will take place in June, and that is 
It's going to be two nights. Round one will be Wednesday, June 26th. Round two will be Thursday, June 27th, 8 p.m. Eastern. Start time for each day's worth of work. The first round is going to remain at five minutes per pick. The second round is going to double in time. It had been two minutes per selection. That will go up to four. So some interesting changes made here. I think it's a real positive for the NBA as a whole. More attention on the league and the young players coming into it is always a good thing. And it could be an advantage for front offices like the Hornets that have some draft capital to play with. Your thoughts here on the change? Well, selfishly, I don't like it because that creates more work for me. I'm sure we'll have to pump out two podcasts now, one for each night. But Wait a minute here. Listen. <laughs> yes, you do. But look, draft night routinely goes to like two in the morning. It does. Because there's two rounds. So now I get to leave here at one in the morning instead of two in the morning, and then I yeah, get to turn around and come back at no, no, night no. the next the night. The draft ends at two in the morning. We're not done at two in the morning. We go to like three in the morning usually well, on draft night. It so, depends. So I, I think this is a more reasonable time frame, personally. That's can, my thought. Yeah, it can be. I mean, I think the second round going to four minutes is big because two minutes feels like it's maybe a little too short. I know that it's not like the NFL where back in the day they had, what, like 15 minutes to pick somebody in the first round, and I forget who it was the one year. I think it was the Niners. They had drafted Alex Smith first overall, and they took like 14 minutes and 30 seconds off the clock to figure out who they were taking when they had all this time to decide who the first overall pick was. I'm not picking on the Niners well, because there, of who the co-host there, is there today. Are, there are uh, conspiracy theories out there that sometimes television dictates how long uh, they wait fair. to make those first couple of picks. But just for comparison's sake, NFL first round right now is 10 minutes. That's double what the NBA's is. Second round is seven, five minutes per round for three through six, and then four minutes around for seven. So two minutes, I agree with you, was very, very fast. It doesn't leave teams a whole lot of room to react. You basically, we've heard it from Mitch Kupchick before, it's not like you, you see a pick made, you see who's on the clock next, and then you call them. You're talking to them for hours about like, hey, if this person's you know, if this team does this, we would like your pick, what would it cost? And you're doing this all while all this action is going on. I think four minutes makes it somewhat possible for general managers and front offices to operate the way they probably would like to on draft night. It does, and I think the other factor here as well is you don't see this in a lot of other sports, but in the NBA you see a lot of times a player gets drafted and they put on their hat and they have no inkling or no indication that they're going to end up with that franchise. They're more than likely probably going to be traded. I think that might maybe eliminate that a little bit. You never know, obviously, with how the, the league will work, but I mean, four minutes definitely better than two. I like that. This two-day thing, I understand spreading it out and trying to kind of emulate the NFL a little bit and trying to just draw some attention and some more eyes to the league for multiple days. But we'll see how it works. I think this is an absolute home run. I I think two minutes was too fast. I think this puts more attention on some really accomplished players, more time for the front offices to operate. I think this is all in all a very, very positive thing for the NBA. And I don't mind at all having a second night worth of podcasts to do. Hopefully the Hornets will hit some home runs themselves in the draft Wednesday, June 26th and Thursday, June 27th for rounds one and two, respectfully, and the uh, NBA draft now a day longer for this upcoming summer. Still quite a ways away, Hornets. Tonight, taking on the Oklahoma City Thunder on the road at OKC. We'll have our game preview for you next here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Sam Farber, Rob Longo here with you on the HHC, the Hornets Podcast, brought to you by Senta. Hornets visiting the Oklahoma City Thunder, who at 33-15 and 15 hold the second-best record in the West. They are top three across the entire NBA. Charlotte, of course, trying to snap a five-game slide, sitting at 10-36. and 36. Before we get to our game preview, Rob, a couple other wrinkles here for this one. One is that Hornets trying to snap a five-game losing streak. So is Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City has lost five in a row to the Charlotte Hornets. Their last win over Team Teal, December 26th, 2020. That game was in Charlotte. That was the pandemic year, actually our first year together here on the Hornets radio network. So it was in an empty arena at the time. OKC has not beaten Buzz City in the regular season in Oklahoma since November 23rd, 2018. For context... LaMelo Ball was seven months away from going to play in Australia at that time, and Brandon Miller was a freshman in high school. That's how long it's been since Oklahoma beat the Hornets in Oklahoma. That's crazy. That is a very good pull. Is that about the same timeline as Sam Presti has his draft picks ready to go here for OKC? <laughs> he was I clearly. I think he's scouting sixth graders right he, now. He might be. He might be. Hey, though, all the all the great ones are completely up to speed on everyone out there. All that intel. In any case, Charlotte uh, bit, did beat Oklahoma City in the preseason, one seventeen to one fifteen. PJ Washington went for thirty one points in that game. Chet Holmgren, Shea Gilgis Alexander, several others did not play for the Thunder and for the Hornets for that matter. But just throwing it out there since it is the most recent head to head matchup on the floor. Although preseason very different obviously, from the regular season. Rob, you know how this works. We need a Thunder player to watch, a stat to watch, a Hornet to watch. Where shall we begin? Let's go with a Thunder player to watch. I think the obvious one is Shea Gilgis-Alexander. I mean, there's other pieces, obviously, on that roster, but OKC coming off a 105-100 win against Denver on Wednesday. Did not have Nikola Jokic. The Nuggets didn't in that contest, but SGA, 34 points in that one, seven rebounds, five assists, one steal, which is interesting. I'll get to that in a moment, but he goes 10-22 shooting, 
from the field, two for three from beyond New York, 12 at 13 from the free throw line. He's really good at drawing contact and he does it in a very good way. It's not flailing the arms and doing the rake through moves and those sorts of things. They are legit drawing contact fouls. But the one steal is really interesting from SGA because he currently leads the NBA in steals and it's not close. He has 104 right now through the season. Second place is Kawhi Leonard. You want to take a stab at how many he has? You're making it seem like it's way off here. So I'm going to go with uh, 87. That seems like a good enough gap. 72. So it wasn't even close. Yeah, it's a huge gap. So I got down a rabbit hole a little bit and I saw that the record for most deals in a season is 301 from Alvin Robertson in 1985 and 1986 for San Antonio. To put that in perspective, that's 3.7 steals per game on average. That's a lot. So SGA would certainly have to really climb the rungs here to do that. But 104 steals through the first, what, 48 games of the season, that's pretty impressive. So SGA not only gets it done offensively, he gets it done defensively as well. That's why he's my clear player to watch tonight. I think it's clear and obvious he should be number one. He is an all-NBA performer, rightful all-star starter coming up here. Perfect pick. I will go in a different direction as the Rob rules are in effect. One wrinkle here for this one, Jalen Williams, the all rookie selection from last season. He was the 12th overall pick. Outstanding rookie season. He missed last game with an ankle injury. As of the recording of this podcast, we don't have updated information on whether or not he will be good to go tonight against the Hornets. For that matter, we don't have uh, any updates for you right now on LaMelo Ball either for the recording of this podcast. So both those guys being left out. Just some additional context. I'll go with Chet Holmgren for this one. If Victor Wembanyama didn't exist, then Chet Holmgren would probably be the leader in the clubhouse for Rookie of the Year, as he should be. Roughly 17 points per game, 7.5 rebounds per game. He is shooting from three roughly the same percentage that Brandon Miller is, and Chet Holmgren is seven foot one, so in not the same volume that the two of them take, mind you. Um, but he has had a remarkable, remarkable rookie season, and I'm just quite frankly excited to see what he looks like out there on the hardwood. It should be a lot of fun. He is a, a unicorn, if you will, for the game today. Again, doesn't take as many threes as Brandon Miller, but makes roughly the same efficiency. Uh, actually, a little bit better as of the recording of this podcast right now in favor of Chet Holmgren from three, believe it or not. Uh, Month of January, which just wrapped up for both players. Brandon actually had the stronger month in terms of scoring. Chet finished with 15 points per game, his lowest scoring month of his career so far. Shot 34% from three. That's his lowest month of his career so far, so maybe hitting a little bit of a rookie wall here. On the other side for Brandon Miller, uh, you see the numbers really starting to soar. We talked to head coach Steve Clifford the other day about it. He said uh, he he might be getting his second win right now, and it's showing because in January he had one of his stronger scoring months, 16 points per game uh, and, and just really overall playing some strong basketball. So I'll be excited to see Chad Holmgren out there on the floor. He's my Thunder player to watch. Where should we go next, Stat or Hornet? Let's go with Hornet to watch. Before that, by the way, with the SGA pick, I mean, if he doesn't get MVP votes this year, something is seriously, seriously off. He's got to have a strong candidacy there, especially we don't know what the numbers are going to look like for Joe Embiid now getting that 65-game threshold with his current knee issues. So just throwing that out there. But at any rate, Hornet's player to watch, I think you got to go with Miles Bridges. I mean, he's just been such a workhorse for this team. 30-15-5 the other night against Chicago. Played 40 minutes. He's playing heavy, heavy minutes. And this is going to be a really, really tough matchup 
for OKC against OKC just in terms of who do you put on a guy like Chet Holmgren? I don't know if you can put Nick Richards on there if you have to guard the perimeter and just try to figure that out, or is it going to be a guy like Miles Bridges who can defend the perimeter a little bit better, move his feet a little bit quicker as well? So I know that you're giving up a ton of size. P.J. Washington might be a candidate for a stretch five in there as well, but you want to balance out the scoring with the bench, so that creates another layer of issues here for the Hornets today. So just feels like a matchup nightmare against OKC with a very good point guard in SGA that can do scoring and defense. And then you got Chad Holmgren, who is just a size nightmare out there as well. Kind of the likes of Kevin Durant and some of those lankier players that we've seen the last couple of seasons that can really shoot the ball from beyond the arc as well. So Miles Bridges, I think, is going to have to be one of those guys to have another heroic-esque game to have the Hornets have a chance here tonight against a very good Thunder team. So I feel like he's got to be kind of the consensus pick for player to watch tonight for Charlotte. I actually have a different one that I think should be the the top choice here. That is to say Bridges was on my list, but he was not my number one. My number one is P.J. Washington uh, coming off a really strong game against the Bulls where he had 26 points off the bench, eight rebounds as well, made three three-pointers, currently top five in Hornets franchise history in career-made threes. Furthermore, last season... He was spectacular against Oklahoma City. Uh, He had, of course, his career high in one of the last games of the seasons, 43 points on 16 of 24 shooting, including going 5 for 9 from beyond the arc, playing spoiler against the Thunder, uh, picking up a 137 to 134 victory. And in the other game, the one where the Hornets were a bit healthier, and we don't know the full health status for the team, but more pieces, maybe a, a little bit closer to what we see right now for Charlotte in terms of availability, he had 25 points in that one as well. So I think P.J., given his size, his shooting ability, as good of a defensive team as the Thunder have been all year, they don't really have a player his size that is an easy matchup for him. And if there is one, it might be Chet Holmgren, who probably has to worry about Nick Richards or somebody else. So quite frankly, putting Chet Holmgren on P.J. Washington, I kind of like P.J. in in that one. I think Chet will get some blocks, but P.J. Washington uh, has some experience, has some speed. Uh, That one would be fascinating to watch. So I I like P.J. Washington. I think he is a matchup nightmare for a lot of opposing teams when P.J. is being aggressive. Most nights to begin with, this one in particular, there's a demonstrated history of him having a lot of a success against OKC. Last but not least, a stat to watch. Stat to watch, I guess pace. I guess I have to explain myself a little bit here because, again, the Thunder are really good defensively. They're one of the top teams in the NBA in terms of defensive rating, top five in that category. So now the problem here is do you want to try to slow the game down and limit their opportunities offensively because they're a very good scoring team as well. They're second in net rating in the NBA. So do you try to limit their opportunities offensively and slow the game down and try to have one of those low-scoring affairs? I know it's kind of impossible by saying that in the NBA this day and age, but do you try to do that because you don't know the status of LaMelo Ball going into tonight? Because ideally, you would like to try to maybe run with them, but the problem is as well is that Oklahoma City is really good getting out in a fast break as well. So there's a lot of different ways that they can hurt you. So you, I feel like just trying to figure out what you want to pick and choose to give up, maybe for lack of a better term, is the way to go tonight. And I think the way that you look at that is the pace. Do you want to play fast? Do you want to try to match them and go shot for shot? Or do you want to try to slow it down a little bit, get the defense set, and just try to hope that you are able to out-efficient them on the offensive side of the floor, which is going to be very tough to do. So that's kind of the category that I'm looking at tonight is is pace, I guess, is the way to describe that. It's tough to be more efficient than OKC because they're an exceptional shooting team, uh, which is why rebounding is my stat to watch. For all the things Oklahoma City does well, and there's a lot of them, 
they are apparently a terrible rebounding team. They're bottom three in the NBA in offensive rebounding percentage. That's the number of offensive rebounds available that they pull down. They're bottom three in defensive rebounding percentage, which is the percentage of defensive rebounding opportunities that they pull down. And they're bottom three in total rebounding percentage. Not a shock since they're bottom three in the other two as well. This is not a good rebounding team. They do, of course, have Chet Holmgren, which brings a lot of size, but kind of the the knock on this young group that they had together was they never seemed to have a center. Last season, they basically went both matchups with the Hornets without a center available to them. So it's interesting. Chet Holmgren certainly fills that vacuum But he's a rookie, and so him versus Nick Richards, I don't know that I'm picking against Nick Richards the way that he has been playing to go out there and try and dominate the glass. I feel like Holmgren, yeah, he he gets a lot of rebounds. I mean, he's a good rebounder overall this season, 7.5 per game. That's not uh, top 10 or anything in the NBA, but that's a solid amount. But a lot of me gets because... He's the only seven-footer on the floor for Oklahoma City. So, of course, someone's going to get the rebounds. Uh, he's the most likely candidate, um, but they just do not do that particular stat well as a team. So, for Charlotte, Oklahoma City is one of the most efficient shooting teams in the NBA. You have to limit them to one look, close down their offensive rebounds, and you have to give yourself some extras. I think that's uh, just a must here for Charlotte to get this win tonight on the road against the Thunder. We will have it covered for you tomorrow with a game recap edition of the HHC, uh, letting you know how things went between the Hornets and Thunder. Rob Longo, you get to be in the anchor chair for that one. Lucky me. It's It's been a while. It's been a while. Groundhog's Day for you. It's always Groundhog (laughs) Day here for me, but uh, yeah, I can really celebrate it tomorrow, I guess. There you go. Always fun to celebrate. We were in a celebratory mood today. Brandon Miller, congrats to him. Eastern Conference Rookie of the Month. Very, very much deserving. Congrats again to Brandon and best of luck to him. Trying to double up and uh, start his campaign to win it for the month of February, hopefully helping the Hornets snap their five-game losing streak tonight and make it a sixth consecutive victory in the head-to-head series against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Till next time, for Rob Longo, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. 
Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, watch it now on digital. Rated R.